So like a three, two, one. Welcome to Discover Energy Work. And today I'm with Richard Fiddler. And Richard, another Richard, um, Richard, I'm Richard Wicks. I'm, I'm your host, as you know. Uh, and Richard, I can only say it's, again, one of these uh, gut feels that I had. I, I was watching a video on uh, astrology and I've become interested in astrology. And I was noticing Richard's delivery and his presence on a video on YouTube. And I if you're interested in astrology, I recommend the channel. Uh, Richard Fiddler, I think it's called Richard Fiddler, isn't it? Yeah, um, right. And uh, so welcome, Richard. Thanks for joining us. As I reached out to you and like immediately got a response, I, was, I'm, I am absolutely thrilled. Thank you for, for joining us. Well, yeah, thanks, Richard. Glad to be here. So, um, and we were just like, before we started, I mean, literally I felt, wow, it's like uh, I'm meeting somebody that's, that's uh, in fact, you said it, I was saying like, I came out of the closet, the feeling energy closet. I, I feel right. like you, I was saying, um, oh, I'm doing body work and a little bit of energy work. And it's like, well, most of it's really guided by the philosophy of energy. Um, and you were saying you hadn't had that experience. And I was like, oh. That's that's interesting, right? Yeah. Well, you know, um, as I said, uh, I, you know, I was I was something of a teenage hippie when when astrology sort of uh, uh, sort of grabbed me, and so you know there was there was no sort of shame about it, and I my mother also really appreciated, uh, you know, all my you know unusual interests and so on and uh yeah so so it's never been a problem for me however i really you know uh understand the the, the challenges people face and it's not uncommon for me also in the consultations uh to to deal with people who are struggling in some way or other to break out of out of uh break out of the mold and out of the fold and uh you know just follow their 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 uh authentic sort of calling if you like um and so it's it's a you know whether 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 it relates to something like energy work or maybe it's something else this is i think a very important thing in 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 our our human journey you know is is to 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 find the courage you know to follow our 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 heart you know or our guiding star if you like uh when the when the time comes and you know for many people uh that that crossroads can be really pivotal because you know some people don't find that courage and find themselves sort of stuck in in, in a place they don't want to be mm. and in fact on one occasion i i was i was doing a reading for for a woman and uh you know as i was reading the chart and looking at her I felt that something's wrong here. I don't know quite what it is. I feel like that, not that the chart doesn't work. I know it has to work, but I felt that she was somehow a little, uh, a little absence, absent from her life. And, um, uh, and, you know, I was trying to get to the bottom of why this might be. And I, I noticed that a few years prior to that, about five years prior to that, Saturn had crossed her ascendant. And I know that that is one of those times that you might be challenged to redefine your personality, your identity, and your role in the world, and your work in the world, and all of that sort of thing. And, and so I asked her, what happened for you about five years ago? And she said, I had a nervous breakdown. And uh, of course, that's not 
uh, difficult to understand. But what, what struck me about it was that, as I see it, it's likely that she had that nervous breakdown because she just couldn't find the courage, again, I suppose is the word, you know, to, to change her life, to take charge of her life. And this is why five years later, I was finding myself uh, dealing with somebody who seemed to be, uh, as I put it earlier, not quite in her life, not quite participating. Right. Right. So it's like she missed the boat, so to speak, when it, when it arrived, you know? And uh, probably for her, the, the way to, to healing in her situation would be probably to go back and see what it was that she was too afraid to face at that particular time. Um, right. So, yeah. I mean, it, you know, the, the whole thing about astrology is, I mean, just, uh, I've got to say, I am uh, a bloody beginner, you know, I mean, I'm so fresh. Um, right. Uh, but what I, what I noticed is it puts me out there it puts me outside our planet, it puts me in the solar system, it puts me, mm -hmm. and I, it's like trying to feel out there um, and feel these forces, um, uh, it's, it's really energetic. I mean, it's so, you know, I've, I've worked, you know, one of the things I do is I just hold up my hand and I can feel, using my hand, I can feel where somebody's got a, an energy sickness or a sickness in their body. And, and I can start working there. And this is like, well, I'm feeling, I don't know how many light years and I'm feeling something. And I'm like, wow, this is quite incredible. And, and why shouldn't it have an effect if everything is connected? And, and in fact, there's, well, I was saying to you, you know, um, Ingo Swan, uh, who developed the um, uh, Stanford, he, he didn't develop it. He was the psychic on the Stanford Research uh, Institute project for, remote viewing with uh, Russell Tal, Carl Puthoff and, uh, and so on. Um, and um, he said, it, astrology is a senior service um, because there's so, it's so old, there's been so much done in it and uh, there's been so much research done in it. And you used to be able to study astrology in university. I mean, that was kind of normal. I think you probably still can in India. Um, but uh, yeah, your anecdote again reminds me that of my goal is like, you know, if we could connect to our energy, that, that woman, when she felt like I need to change, she would have, if she's connected to the energy, she may have like felt I need to go in this kind of direction instead of there not being, uh, it's like, it's like um, uh, Joseph Campbell talks about the Knights of the Round Table. And he says the Knights, to go on a quest, they had to go into the forest where there was no path. Uh, because a hero has to go where there is no path. And that's right. always the hardest thing. You've got to go through right. that bracken and into the, into the unknown. So, yeah. Well, I, I, I like that, that analogy because it, it, it is very much, I think, the kind of thing that that, that women in this example uh, was confronting. You know, it was, it was uncharted territory for her. Um, and it, it, it might, for example, have, have been clear to her internally that perhaps her marriage, for example, was no longer appropriate for her and, and could have been something as simple as, as being afraid of, of not being able to take care of herself out in the world. Um, and, uh, uh, but, but, you know, it, it can take many different external forms, but we, we do arrive periodically at these points in our lives where, uh, again, to compare to that, that uh, 
you know the the, the story with the, the Knights of the Round Table, where we where we enter uncharted territory and astrology essentially can give us something of a map, can give us some sort of insight into what a particular chapter or process in our life is, is calling, you know, calling uh, for in us. Um, but, you know, just to come back to what you were saying a moment ago about, you know, astrology being the, the senior service, was it? Was it? Um, you know, yeah, maybe I'm right. voting uh, Ingo, sorry. Uh, right, right. You know, when I was a, a teenager, um, probably about 15, 16 years old, I don't know what it was, but something ignited in me a fascination with all things magical and mysterious and, and, and so on. So I was interested in crystals and tarot and, and magic and all of these different things. And, and after a year or two, astrology emerged for me from all of that as, as the one thing I felt I could really get a grip on, the one thing that really seemed to work consistently Mm. So, uh, you know, I, I, I guess, you know, it, it was a similar conclusion I was coming to uh, after investigating, you know, the, the, you know, typical sort of spectrum of different uh, new age metaphysical uh, modalities and, and techniques and what have you, you know, that astrology uh, has this, this, uh, I want to say consistency and, and reliability. So, for example, you know, I, I personally believe that, that tarot cards work for, and, and there's lots of other divination techniques that work. But, but uh, with tarot cards, for example, you know, some people might uh, be very anxious about a particular situation. They're in their life and they just keep doing more and more uh, readings for themselves, you know, maybe a few a day until they don't know where they are. And I realize this with astrology, you can't really do that. You know, the, 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 You've got the information that's relevant to your case, and that's what you've got to work with. You, it, it, it had some of these safeguards against um, allowing you to send yourself into into sort of deep confusion. Of course, it's 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 challenging enough to learn how to read astrology properly, but you know it it seemed to me, I suppose, the most should we say scientific, uh, you know. Um, metaphysical uh technique or paradigm yeah it's that's that's um that's an it's an interesting story in a book i read i'm i'm a bit of an ingo um swan fan and uh after he died some books have come out um the one that he he didn't publish uh, is called uh, psychic literacy and he talks about a, a scientific research that was done into astrology and it, right. it came up with um, the guy actually was sort of trying to disprove it. And he, he came out on the side of like, well, if I look at this, um, when I've got this, the correct information, I get quite beyond uh, chance um, right. predictions. So if somebody was born on the degree where they would um, uh, likely to be a doctor, you found they were a doctor in the medical profession. And, right, right, and right, right. the same in the sports profession. And so it came out, the study came out, and again, I would love to know where the, the studies um, is so I could link to it, but the, the book is called uh, Psychic Literacy, it's Ingo's book. Mm -hmm. um, and another group of scientists said, well, we're going to disprove that. And they came out, yeah. three scientists came out, and they, they said, well, we're going to disprove it. And they, they were about to publish their work, and one of the scientists left the group and said they've, they have cheated They've cheated. They've fudged their right, figures right, because right. Yeah, they yeah. were actually 
proving it. They couldn't disprove it. And, um, but it's so, it's like, you know, James Randi's old nonsense about how Urigella, I mean, really proved to um, Randi uh, about psychic functioning. And Randy was just not having any of it because it was it was his gig, you know. It's uh, the right. story is right. is making fun of people and shaming people, um, and right. that's that was the the idea was to do that to astrology, and of course um, that didn't happen. But uh, yeah, I, I believe I know the, the the study you're talking about. I, I think I, I I don't know if I'm going to be pronouncing it correctly. Um, I think it was some French uh, uh, researchers. Uh, Gauquelin or something like that is, is, uh, is the name. And I know that they, they statistically, you know, uh, uh, proved, um, uh, you know, that there was a, a, a pattern um, with uh, certain general locations of the planets is either rising or on the midheaven uh, amongst, for example, sports people, they often good military people tended to have Mars rising or Mars in the midheaven. Right. Uh, and and I, I, I do know that it, I think it must be this one because I know that subsequently, you know, uh, it, it was the, the, the research was reviewed and, and I think with the aim to actually disproving it, but it was uh, ultimately validated. And, you know, that, that is, I think there's 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 a lot that remains to be done about, uh, in the in the world of astrological research, and you know, amongst astrologers, there's there's quite a lot of, uh, I suppose, contention and disagreement about how one would go about that, and even whether or not astrology should try to validate itself scientifically. You know, um, and uh, but I believe that there is a, there there is a a level at which astrology can be objectively validated. And I personally uh, think that one of the best ways to do that is, is through astromedical research, you know, because astrology can definitely uh, give us insights into when people with a, with a uh, medical condition might find that there's improvement or aggravation, or even people who are healthy when they might start to develop certain health uh, crises. Um, and, uh, it, it, in fact, that's something I would uh, very much like to get involved in myself if, if, if I ever could. You know, when I have my own, you know, fantasy of the most exciting and important work I could ever do in my life, I see myself with doctors surrounded by people on machines and checking right. their hormone levels and all of these things and, and uh, doing that kind of research. Um, because not only can it be useful for, for medical science, potentially, you know, and help um, bring us uh, more uh, insight into how diseases progress cyclically, but, but it, it can, in fact, be something that enables astrology to become um, validated. And, you know, you spoke earlier about astrology having been, uh, you know, once upon a time, something that was studied in universities, and that, that, that is a fact. Um, and it was invariably linked to the medical faculty uh, at, at, at universities. And in fact, in India, you know, you know you, uh, I'm sure you're aware that uh, in Dharamsala in India, you know, you have uh, the Dalai Lama lives there and the Tibetan government in exile is there. And uh, now, now in, in, in Dharamsala, uh, the, I think it's called the Menzi Kung, something like this. It's the medical and astrological institute there isn't an astrological institute that's not a medical institute or a medical institute that's not the astrological institute you understand mm -hmm. it the the it's it's they're they're combined 
um, in their in their culture. And, and I mean that that's not something uh, unique. Um, there's not a unique idiosyncrasy of Tibetan culture. You know, this is just preserving what was, in fact, even the case in in Europe just a few hundred years ago. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the you know my my uh, experience with Taoism, and Taoism is um, you you say the mother of heaven and earth. Well, we're already very right. astrological when you just say the Tao, like. Right. It's the before heaven and earth. So we're already pretty astronomical as far as, as far as like saying like we want to return to cosmic beings, even you might say. Right, but, right, um, right. I mean, yeah, sorry to be a bit out there, but uh, I do love my Taoism. Um, no, no. In fact, if I could just add, you know, if, if I'm, I don't, I'm, I don't want to misquote the Tao Te Ching, here, but uh, it, it, somewhere there's a line that says something along like, uh, you know, first there's the Tao, first there's heaven and earth, and then there's ten thousand things. Now, now, what the idea there being, you know, everything proceeds from very core basic forces or principles, you know, and then from there it extends uh, infinitely. Now, my point here is like with astrology and, and, and the astrological language, we're we're working with let's call it the the primal forces of creation in fact you know and this is why with this small handful of symbols uh one can read just about anything on just about any level you can use those symbols to understand great cosmic processes you can use those symbols to understand uh human psychology Hmm. so uh you know it's it's um and, and sometimes with, with, with astrology and all of these things, what sometimes what makes them difficult to really understand deeply and properly is that, is that the greatest profundity lies in simplicity. You know, uh, it, it's, uh, you know, the things you'd learn right in the beginning in astrology uh, are things that you might only find yourself really, really fully getting maybe 20 years later. Yeah. You know, it's 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 not it's not the new extra hypothetical planets and asteroids and this and that that, that really will be expanding your astrological uh, knowledge and insight. It's your appreciation of basics, things like the four elements and um, you know the, the the basic meaning of the sun and the moon. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, so uh, it, anyway, so, so sorry to interject there, but when just when you start talking about the the, the Taoism, uh, I've I've been uh, exposed to 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 that too, and I have a, a Taoist a, a teacher in South Africa from Taiwan, um, and I, I know that there's a lot of uh, uh, that, that uh, um, let's call it cosmological symbolism, and you know they 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 uh, they do prayers consistently at new moons and full moons and uh, with, and have a lot of insight into the sort of, uh, I also want to call it the subtle anatomy uh, uh, and how that is, is is affected by astrological cycles. You know, like in in, in, in yoga, uh, you know, you have Ida and Pingali, the sun moon channels, you know, the, um, and, uh, you know, those aren't just, just uh, you know, randomly named. Uh, I, I actually believe one reason why new moons and full moons are, are, are times when people deliberately uh, meditate and try to be more present is because there is a corresponding um, shift on, on our, in our internal anatomy, in our subtle anatomy, 
to the, the greater external cosmic state, you know? Uh, and, and so that at those times, there is a unique opportunity for clear perception. Right. Well, I mean, I, um, you know, my, my uh, teacher would always say around Chinese New Year, which we are in right now, is a wonderful time to meditate. Like you've got that two weeks from the new moon right. in the Chinese New Year, which just like, you know, it's, it's wonderful, um, which maybe, you know, maybe it's the reason why we connected so easily and quickly. Um, Even. I, I have a, a question which I, I'm curious about is, um, you know, you've obviously it's something you've found yourself easily going into. Do you, uh, the astrology, um, do you remember a time where there was a clincher experience or a story and you said, right, the, I mean, this is it. I got to, I have to follow this uh, or not one. Um, you know, the, it, it, I, I don't, I wouldn't say there was one specific moment, but maybe uh, it was in fact when I was 15 years old and, and uh, I just met uh, some new, new, new friends and, um, one of my high school friends introduced me to some people from an art school and uh, they were obviously more more interesting interesting funky sort of people and one of them asked me what my what my zodiac sign was and i said surely you don't believe in that stuff how can there be 12 kinds of people and this uh, uh, young girl said uh, to me well you know a proper astrological birth chart involves calculating the positions of all the planets when you were born and you know i i knew enough about the solar system and you know because I was interested in that when I was younger and and you know I understood that that the solar system was essentially a clock you know that that every planet had its own uh you know orbital period and cycle around the sun and its own axial rotation period and so on and so when she said that to me that and, and every astrological birth chart you know and I'd never seen an astrological birth chart before it was just the first time I'd heard this idea when she said to me every astrological birth uh, every every uh, you know, a chart is cast for that moment for each person. It gave me, I had an image of the solar system and us within it, like you being in a sort of an atom within this greater atom and synchronized to it. And, and for that, that, that moment got me intrigued. I realized that in fact, an astrological birth chart could be as unique as a, as a fingerprint. And so I started reading more and more. She had a couple of books. I like started with moon signs and started uh, dabbling with that. And, uh, you know, as it eventually evolved, um, uh, you know, one of the few jobs I ever had as a waiter for a while, uh, when I was about 18, you know, I was always uh, uh, telling people a little about their charts. I didn't know how to do full charts. I had, I had a book with some tables in the back. I didn't even know what half the numbers meant, but I could, I could, I could t tell that Venus was in whatever sign and Mars was what in whatever sign. And I would tell them a little bit about this. And then uh, eventually they, uh, some of them asked me to, to, to write or create a report of, you know, on their chart. And I tried to decline, but they insisted. And that little bit of pressure pushed me, you know, to find out what all those numbers are in the ephemeris and, and how to calculate aspects properly. And I realized I couldn't accept money for this if I wasn't doing it correctly and uh and it just carried on rolling so anyway back to your question i think it really was that 
that first moment yeah. when you know as often happens in life when you when you when you shoot your mouth off and you think you know a lot more than you do and you get a really uh, appropriate response that hits you between the eyes and and you realize fair enough and yeah, uh, yeah. it yeah. started the journey it's funny because as you said that i got this flash as well i just i like i just see i see and then you described it it's like i see this this um very very complex picture which is describing a mixture of you know of influences and and uh and that that's not 12 sorts of people that's like wow it's a snowflake uh, beyond exactly. a snowflake. it's it's you know it's uh totally amazing um and uh and of course you know i'm i'm imagining I, I i don't know you know exactly but i'm imagining we're at the time where computers were really not doing that much of the the heavy lifting for astrology at the time no 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 absolutely uh um i mean when i was i got i think it was 1989 when when uh I, I was I was asked that question, and and so you know I think I only started to use uh, astrological software around maybe two thousand and two uh, or, or so. So oh, no. <laughs> so for it, uh, I I have drawn thousands of charts with a compass and protractor, yeah. ephemeris and tables of houses, and you know I mean I understand that that might not be viable for most people. Uh, you know, these days, uh, you know, computers are there and it's, it's so much easier. Most, most of us won't even be able to hold a pen if, anymore. Uh, but um, but it, I think it was actually very valuable. And I think, I think that, that uh, many people who get into astrology and, and instantly access, you know, the, the convenience of software, because of lacking that hands-on on training, don't really understand or fully appreciate what the software is doing for them, you know, and, uh, and, and so many little mistakes become a lot more likely, you know, when you, when you, when you do a lot of that, um, you know, old school pen and paper calculation, uh, you, it, 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 it gets you more deeply in touch with the planetary cycles. You have to labor over each little thing that you put into the chart. And so you're more easily spot if there's something wrong with, with well, uh with, with meditation with, with, with it's you know it's like karma yoga in there it's like it's, <laughs> it's, it's you know you, you're injecting intention and energy and feeling as you're doing right. it which which happens in the you know touch of a button nowadays uh, right and you see the thing is when you when when you when you put uh birth data into software and it spits out a chart for you you know, there's so much information there that it takes it takes a I think a, a very clear and disciplined mind to unpack that properly. When you have to calculate each piece and insert it bit by bit, you know the the time it takes gives you enough uh, uh, time to think about and absorb and contemplate the significance of each little piece that you're putting into the chart and so you know it it's it it and and because there's so much information there uh doing it slowly and steadily like that ensures that you've got all those layers in the right place it's it's um 
you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it's something I would actually even recommend to anybody studying astrology now and using computers to do, uh, especially in the beginning, is to manually draw the chart, even if you're just copying it straight off what the, com the computer is telling you, but inserting it, you know, on pen and paper, using pen and paper and, uh, and to, to anchor that uh, uh, information. Um, and so, you know, again, you know, I, I find, you know, on Facebook, for example, there's lots of astrology groups these days, and I can see there's a lot of people getting into astrology. Right. Uh, and and uh, that's exciting on, on one level. Uh, unfortunately, though, I think that they're often not getting what they could from astrology, precisely because there's, it's almost like it's just become too easy to whip up a chart, but then not have any idea what, what's going on there. And, and many people, again, make the mistake of thinking that the more bells and whistles they add to their chart, the, the, the better they're doing. But it's actually the opposite. Right. You know? um, this is why, in fact, uh, um, myself and many other people have found uh, Vedic astrology and other more traditional uh, approaches to astrology uh, so profound and effective because you know it we, we've we've uh, we've kind of lost a little bit of the clarity in the original uh you know basics of the system right so right. i actually find that most people who've been who've just finished a long astrology course their problem usually is 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 um you know having to decide what to get rid of and and that's a very tricky thing because, you know, uh, if you, this is why it's so important to build your astrology bit by bit too, just in terms of your learning, uh, because then each, each technique you learn should be validated over time before you add more. Otherwise, you, you study a huge amount of theoretical stuff and you don't know which bits work and which don't. And the more of it you have to, to grapple with, the harder it is to engage with any particular piece and figure out whether or not it works. So I actually find that many people uh, who study astrology these days, they, they have a lot of information in their swimming around in their, their minds, but they, uh, they haven't, um, they haven't be, they haven't built it up in a, in a steady discerning way. And then eventually they don't know what to do with it. You know? Right. So simplicity, there's one message I could give to anybody out there getting into astrology. If you're feeling confused, simplify it. Right. Well, that's always a, that's always, um, I, I think it's good advice, certainly for the beginner. I mean, I certainly think for me, like I've got my, uh, my, my chart and I look at it and I go, I can't make head or tail of it. I don't know. I do. I, you know, I can't, I can't even know where to start. Um, but, uh, I mean, when I do look at something or I look in fact sometimes I just look at one thing and I go oh I wonder if this means that and so I ask somebody is you know in this in your chart does does this might indicate that and they go wow right. and I'm like well it's just one thing I've looked at and it's pretty it's pretty uh right. I think I said oh is your mum a talker and she said oh yeah <laughs> big talker I'm like, okay well right. I, I should be able to see that but I forget what it was um, but uh Anyway, um, I wanted to ask you, because I really am absolute, you know, beginner. Um, I wanted to ask you, um, have there been um, people that have walked in for consultations? I really want you to share a story if you've got one where, where you felt like they felt like, wow, this is like changed my life or this is I, 
or confirmed something. Uh, and then you, you were able to have the, you know, the, the really great feeling of seeing mm. some confirmation over a period of time, but that, that was really. Right. right. Yeah, well, look, I think there's, there's, there's quite a few such stories. And, you know, uh, when, when, you, when you initially emailed me and, uh, um, you know, uh, I, I, was, I was reflecting on, you know, astrology in light of what, what do you call it, energy work, you know, and, and, and just the, the question of what happens in consultations, when and why and how does astrology become an effective tool uh, for healing when 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 and why and how does it act as a catalyst for people sometimes to 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 have some realization or awakening of some sort that can really be beneficial you know and i remember even early on in my astrology studies feeling that that it's important to know that astrology is not inevitably uh in and of itself going to be um helpful for everybody in all situations. It has to be used well uh, by, by whoever's delivering it. It also has to be received in a certain way. And there also might be certain times when it's useful and when it might not be. And I, I, I felt that this was very important because I wanted to try as much as I can to make sure that the astrology I'm doing is constructive and helpful as often as possible. Because, you know, what does it help being able to do clever little tricks and, you know, amaze people uh, that you can know things about them? And I realized I don't want to be an entertainer or a clown or just, uh, you know, uh, um, you know, dazzle people what's the use in paying me just to entertain you and show you that uh, you know it's possible in fact you know uh, I wanted to be to be constructive and therapeutic now having said all this you know there's I mean they could talk about this at, at, at length but there's definitely been certain uh, particular consultations you know where where interesting things occurred um, that that I think helped me sort of get a little more deeply in touch with with how to make astrology uh, a healing uh, thing. And now, one I don't know why this particular example comes to mind, but you know, from time to time, uh, I, people will request that that uh, I make a recording of my interpretation for them without any direct interaction, you know, not Skype or Zoom or anything like this. Right. And um, many years ago, it must've been 10, 15 years ago at least, uh, there was some young girl in South Africa uh, who asked me for, for such a, uh, a recording. I think she might've been about 18 years old, if I remember correctly at the time. And there was no information, you know, other than the birth, birth information. There was no context or background. She didn't ask any particular questions. It was just, you know, what, what can you tell me? Now, now uh, what was interesting in this case was there was a very strong emphasis on the third house. And the third house in Vedic astrology in particular is the house of performing arts, acting, this sort of thing. And, you know, the, the, the emphasis in that chart was so striking and clear that it ended up you know, featuring quite uh, predom predominantly in, in, in the discussion, in the, uh, you know, or in the, the, the interpretation that I sent her. And um, she sent me back uh, a series of little voice notes, which were very moving uh, because 
you know, it, it, it turned out that, that firstly, that's all she's ever wanted to do is be an actor. But what was more important about this was the fact that there was a lot of pushback about this from her parents who felt, you know, that this is just the whimsical f- fantasies of a child who doesn't know what they, what they need, you know? And, and for me, that was very profound because I felt that, that here, th- th- this person got, got a very powerful form of validation. And I say a very powerful form of validation precisely because it was, you know, absolutely clear to her that I was not just, you know, she wasn't, she wasn't some sort of direct interaction in which she was sort of basically prompting me to, to give her a little bit of, you know, sort of uh, paternal reassurance that, uh, you know, it's going to be no all right. No cold just reading going on, yeah. No cold reading, nothing like that going on at all. So, so for her, that was also, I think, that the, it, it, it gave that, that sort of, shall I say, element of objectivity and, and, and um, therefore, I suppose, extra legitimacy to, to, to what I, I was saying. And again, the fact that, that this was going to, I believe, instill in her or reinforce in her the confidence to carry on pursuing her path you know, I felt that there she had been well served. So this is one of those examples of where astrology as a, let's call it a sort of an X-ray machine, if you like, you know, mm-hmm. had really helped a, a young person not to, to, to doubt themselves. Now, look, you know, I, I mentioned when, when you emailed me, I was thinking a lot about, you know, astrology and energy work and all of that. And it, it, it made me think of, a few cases where people initially reacted quite badly to, or with discomfort, shall I say, to, yeah. to an astrological reading. And, um, and you know, what, what, what's really interesting about that is that some of the people who had the strongest negative reactions actually have ended up being the people who refer others to me most consistently. Because, you know, after that, sometimes sometimes we have some issues that we've been hiding from ourselves, you could say, or avoiding facing. And, and um, you know, sometimes it, it can happen quite accidentally. Sometimes people might come to an astrology reading for a bit of casual entertainment, and then something gets said that opens up Pandora's box initially. Um, and, uh, and so, in other words, what I'm getting at here is that there, there have been times that astrology has produced what we could call a sort of a healing crisis, you know, but I believe that this is definitely an, an aspect of energy work, whether we're talking about it psychologically or even physically, you know, they are sometimes, uh, uh, you know, literal or figurative toxins or uh, in the system somewhere um, that, that sometimes have to be flushed out and, and, and which can produce discomfort, um, but which ultimately produces uh, uh, healing. And, you know, I, I actually do, I, I get a lot of my clients from uh, a particular uh, psychologist in, in South Africa. And I really uh, uh, appreciate that because, you know, the, the people that I get sent uh, by this, this, this doctor have already been working on themselves with her and, and, you know, and it, 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 they, what, what, why I'm mentioning this is, you know, they're, they're, they understand that they're coming to the astrological consultation um, 
or they're viewing the astrological consultation as, as a, an opportunity to, to engage in that kind of work. Now, this might sound like a given, but, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of misunderstanding about what astrology is, and many people still perceive it as, as, as this, that's all about prediction, basically. And, and there's this assumption that things are <clears throat> sort of a set in stone, Mm. Which, which is not the case, you know, astrology, uh, as a, let's call it, you know, again, a sort of an energy a, a, or a, a x-ray that, that gives us insight into the energetic patterns of a person's psyche, if want to better right. words, you know, mm. um, um, can, can help us to, to give people a, insight into why they're creating uh, certain patterns repeatedly and ultimately to to be, to become empowered to change that mm. and um, you know I, I can I can I can I think I can say at this point that that having tried to intentionally steer my practice in this I want to call it maybe psychotherapeutic direction you know um, uh, as opposed to let's call it you know sort of a fortune telling uh, process it's 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 given me many uh, uh, very rewarding uh, experiences of, of seeing astrology really help people and you know I realized that it, it probably borders on illegal to, to, to use the word psychotherapy and uh, and astrology in one one uh, uh, brace you know in as much as uh, you know you but my, my point is I feel that after after doing this for 30 odd years, I, I feel that uh, it's it's at least equivalent to to uh, the, the 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 kind of expertise that a psychologist would have. Right. You know? yeah. In fact, astrology is, if anything, a, a language. Uh, you know that um, uh, that that really amplifies any other. Uh, um, you know, useful psychological paradigm. In fact, Jung said, if I remember correctly, astrology is assured recognition from psychology without further restriction because astrology is the summation of the psychological knowledge of antiquity. So essentially, you know, I mean, that's quite a, a, a radical thing, you know, uh, because, you know, it's quite a mouthful, but to think that, you know, Jung is one of the, first pioneers of psychology essentially said that astrology is uh, the, psycho the psychology of antiquity, mm. you know. Um, yeah, I mean, I like the, uh, the quote I like is the stars impel, they do not compel. And, um, yes. and then once you're thinking along those lines, you're thinking about these urges and forces that, that push us to or tempt us to do certain things. And, right. Uh, um, and then you're, you're, once you've recognized that, you're able to get a little bit of uh, uh, subjectivity and objectivity towards it. Right. And yeah. that's already very healing. Yeah. And, you know, there, there's so many different things that a, a consultation might mean for people and why it might be useful to people. Not everybody is going to be ready to receive that information uh, at the same level or do the same thing with it. And, and I, I, I do believe that there are those times when, um, you know, uh, when the, the person with just the right kind of challenge 
uh, arrives that that can that astrology really can address, and you have something really profound and cathartic occurring. I mean, I I, I recently uh, looked at at the chart of a, of a young child. I just I discussed it with her the chart with her mom, who they were having some difficulties in their relationship, and uh, without getting into too much technical detail, I realized that. You know, simple observations that are quite easy to make astrologically actually turn out to be quite profound there because the, the mother's chart showed that she herself had experienced her parents as oppressive and rigid and strict and so on. And, you know, the fact that I, as a stranger from the outside, could say, mom, look, it looks to me like you probably are not... You, 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 your, your own early upbringing, having been a bit cold and strict and rigid, has made it natural for you to think that that's how things work. And, and I know you love your daughter, but you're probably, uh, uh, you know, telling her what to be afraid of more often than you're telling her how much you love her. <laughs> and, and I could tell that, that without even the mother having to explicitly acknowledge that, it was clear that she recognized and, you know, uh, recognized this. Now, something this simple, I believe, can really be important because, you know, without astrology, when people in their relationships have certain challenges, it's easy for them to use all kinds of tricks and verbal semantics to dodge responsibility or acknowledge an acknowledging of, of what, what they're bringing to it. When, when an outside without any prejudices puts the finger on that particular place, you know, sometimes it, it, it finally means that that person can't deny this anymore and and it and the thing also about astrology is that it's it's not judgmental it's just describing certain states of energy you know and um it's kind of impersonal i think this is also what makes it possible or at least somewhat more possible or easier for people to accept hearing a difficult truth uh you know because in that kind of situation again especially when there hasn't been any means of cold reading it you know they realize that that this is not this is not you know even even though they're even now and then people say to me you know this is what my boyfriend says to me all the time <laughs> but uh, that this is the first time i guess now i have to accept it because you don't know me <laughs> you know yeah. um and and you know sometimes sometimes this kind of new level of honesty i guess for the maybe a better word here uh, uh can be so healing in uh, relationships. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I remember one other in incident, I was, I was selling my car and some, some guy w was uh, taking it for a test drive. Uh, he was buying it for his son. And uh, while we were, I was in the passenger seat and we were driving and he said, yeah, you might not remember, but you did a reading for me a couple of years ago. And I think I'd done it for him at some, some holistic, it wasn't a fair, but like some event where I just was doing many. So I, I didn't, didn't remember him. He said, you might not remember, but um, you told me something that time, which I thought was, would never happen, but uh, it did happen. And, uh, but he said, I'm not going to tell you what it is. And I mean, I've, I found that kind of amusing because, you know, I realized like that guy probably didn't need any psychotherapy as such. But what is interesting is that, you know, he's probably otherwise a pretty, skeptical person when it comes to these sorts of things. I don't think doing astrology readings was really his thing, but the fact that the fact that he, he's actually, uh, re he was refusing to tell me what I told him where, uh, uh, was, was kind of telling, cause I must've told him he was going to do something a little bit naughty, um, yeah. uh, which, which probably turned out to be true. But my point here being is, you know, even, even there, 
there's a little energetic something that's happening. It happened, you know. In other words, like there's some there's some pretty skeptical conservative bloke out there who, uh, at least in you know in his in his own little inner sanctum, knows that uh, um, there's right. more there's more between heaven and earth than dreamt of in his philosophy, as it were. Yeah. That's brilliant, Richard. I I. Um... I, I think we could uh, we could talk certainly a lot more, and um, mm-hmm. but I want you are offering your services not not just uh, sharing your knowledge about astrology on uh, YouTube videos, which I can recommend to everybody, but you're you're sharing your services um, doing readings and um, mm-hmm. a relationship, you know, kind of consultations or or a psychologist yeah, yeah. I guess could connect with you and say in the same way and say oh what. Well, I've been looking for somebody that would uh, try to right. take this from a healing point of view and uh, try and give, you know, um, some feedback uh, right. to people. And then not, not, not on a judgmental level, like the, this might be what you're like, yeah, sort of thing. And right. you, may have, right. you may have struggled with this at this particular age and that kind of, it kind of makes them... Um, their ears prick up when they are at that age, they were suffering that with that. And you say, by the way, this is coming and you may want to start preparing in this. Right. 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 Um, Yeah. Well, um, I mean, look, yes, uh, as you said, there's, there's a, there's, there's quite a range of different um, specific um, settings, if you like, and within which I, I, I offer consultations. um, um, And, uh, you know, uh, I for some reason lately I seem to be dealing very often with 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 people um, having some difficulty understanding their their children, um, uh, and uh, you know so yes and I and uh, I I also uh, also teach individuals um, who who want to uh, learn to practice astrology mostly mostly through private lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, I also run courses from time to time. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know if I could squeeze in another little little anecdote here for, for a few minutes. But um, I several several years ago, um, my 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 daughter um, was was a, about seven years old at the time, and she was having Saturn square Saturn. You know, Saturn takes seven years to move ninety degrees. And uh, me and her mum went together at the time, but uh, her mum contacted me and said she's really worried because. Uh, our daughter was 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 expressing lots of fears about death and talking a lot about this and all this sort of thing, and uh, was wondering whether she should go see a psychologist or what have you. And I looked at her, her chart and noticed that she was having uh, this this Saturn Saturn square very exact, and it made good sense to me that she would be on some very deep primal level could be confronting the reality of mortality. However, you know to whatever extent she was capable of understanding it at that particular time, and. Um, you know, it, uh, and I saw that it was particularly focal. So, it, you know, in other words, the angle was very exact at the time. And so I thought that, that, that if this, uh, what I basically said to her mom was, if this continues beyond this time, you know, then let's, let's relook at it because uh, that might then be that there's some more deep-rooted, entrenched anxiety or, or fear pattern but as i expected it you know it she she stopped having this preoccupation with it just after the that aspect eased 
Right. The simple moral of the story is, you know, <clears throat> sometimes astrology can help you glimpse what's going on in a child's psyche, what's behind certain particular narratives that are emerging. And, and, and sometimes you can see that, it, that, that they're processing some new um, perception about life and, and a new understanding about life on some level. And give no, astrology can help you see how much, how much uh, room to give that before intervening and, and, you know, pouncing on the situation as being a problem. Now, right. this might seem like a small thing, but it can be a big deal because sometimes people will, will, will take some little awkward transitional phase some child is having, and next thing you know, they're, they're medicating them and all kinds of things like this, which can, you know, go off on a, quite, a, quite a negative spiral. Yeah. So sometimes astrology is really good for, for helping, I don't know, helping us understand those who might not be able to speak for themselves, uh, you know, in a, in a very articulate way. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I think uh, any parent, you know, at certain times would just be so grateful uh, for that information. So, yeah, you yeah. Know, that's, that's really good. And you've got your website is um, richardfiddler.com. That's it, richardfiddler.com. Anybody can get you on there. Anybody can get you on YouTube yeah. um, and, yeah. uh, and so on. So that's yeah. brilliant. Well, I, you know, I, what I feel is, um, you know, it's discover energy work and I feel like astrology is, yeah, it, it is energy work and it is, there is a lot to discover there. I'm just starting on my own little journey. Um, and as an energy worker, seeing it in a different way, but I could mm -hmm. see somebody like you who's come in and kind of connected to the energy work through astrology. It's, it's quite a whole all fascinating different areas so thank you very much well great pleasure thank thank you richard and i uh i wish you all the best with your uh, astrology uh, journey um i you know it's a very worthwhile worthwhile uh, thing to do and you know the more the more you know about other techniques the better you know astrology will tend to complement any other yeah uh um really effective methodology you know so uh you know astrology again is not something that, that exists you know in its own little separate universe it gets it, it it gains its potency by what you bring to it in terms of life experience and knowledge and insight and other tools you know what it's it's all this other uh insight and and uh yeah. um i suppose also maturity ultimately eventually you know that that um, that makes the astrology become effective. Otherwise, it's a bit, you know, impotent just by itself, you know. Right. Thank you, sir. Great pleasure. Take care. Okay. <laughs>